Self-worth is the unlock. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. As soon as you start getting those negative voices come in, you immediately attack them with positives and you bury them. You, you smother them. You do not give those any relief until they subside. Welcome to the Self-Care Savage podcast. A self-care savage is a term that I've coined that combines elements of self-care in a more assertive and bold approach to taking care of oneself and growing their self-worth. On the Self-Care Savage podcast, we will explore how self-care and self-worth are always in the driver's seat in all parts of our lives and how we act and react to life. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and take a quick second to give the podcast a rating and a review. That's how we grow and reach more people to spread the message. Self-worth is the unlock. I want to introduce a new Friday segment to the Self-Care Savage podcast called Connecting the Dots with Your Own Self-Worth. We will be answering listener and social media questions, diving deeper into friendly reminders, and have guests that will bring a unique perspective and tools for you to use to grow and nurture your own self-worth. You're going to love it. On today's podcast, Connecting the Dots with Your Self-Worth, we're going to be jumping right into self-worth. Self-worth is the unlock. Self-worth is often intertwined with self-esteem and self-confidence. So we're going to talk a little bit about the differences. Self-worth is a core belief that you are valuable and deserving of respect regardless of external achievements and opinions. Unlike self-esteem and self-confidence, those are both external factors. So self-esteem is when somebody compliments you or or you're, you do a task well, or and you get uh, positive feedback from that, and it makes you feel good about yourself that people are, are, are recognizing some qualities that you have. And But that's also fleeting. That's also temporary. Self-confidence, same thing. Self-confidence like uh, having a skill or, or being an athlete, and it's something you love and you put a lot of work into it, you practice and you just get better and your confidence builds. And again, external, very temporary. Both of those are very valuable to help 
with your self-worth. But when those go away, self-worth is still laying there internally by itself. So that's the unlock. This is what we're trying to get you to understand is that's where you, you stand on your own. And you are these outside factors, how people think about you, you know, your intrinsic value. When you believe in your intrinsic value, you make choices aligned with your authentic self. Again, not driven by external factors. The authenticity creates fulfillment and satisfaction. How you treat others is a reflection of your self-worth. When you recognize your own value, you extend empathy and kindness to those around you. Positive relationships flourish in an environment where individuals appreciate their worth and that of others. Your self-worth is what determines how you handle challenges and stressors in your life, all contributing to the well-being of yourself and those around you. Remember that you are inherently valuable. Cultivate self-worth as you embark on your journey. You'll find a strong sense of self-worth is not just a personal asset but it's a catalyst for positive change in your life and the lives of others. Okay, Paul, I know you've got some questions from uh, a post I put up on Instagram a couple of days ago, uh, asking people to ask me questions about self-worth. And we've got over several hundred questions. I was able to answer a lot of them on Instagram, but with our show today, uh, we're going to answer some of the more popular ones where, each one of these themselves, there was m that same multiple question, maybe asked in different ways. So I tried to, to, to catch as much as I could. So, yeah, why don't we just start off uh, with the first question? What you got? Yeah, I had no idea it was several hundred. These, these are going to be some good ones then if it's narrowed down to that. <laughs> cool. Okay. First question from Instagram is, what is the best way to stop negative talk? Well, and, and again, the reason I put, picked that one is it's a, we talk about that a lot. We talk about the cognitive behavioral therapy and the thought pattern interruption. I'm very familiar with this because I still use it as much as I need to daily. I'm just very efficient with it. So as you learn and you do this more, you will get more and more efficient with it and quicker. And that's, that's the payoff. So Thought pattern interruption. So as soon as you start getting those negative voices come in, you immediately attack them with positives and you bury them. You, you smother them. You do not give those any relief until they subside. That is the trick. Sometimes it's going to take a little bit longer. Um, and that's, that's what you have to work on yourself to get in, to, to allow that to happen. A better way to say that you know, accept that it's, it's just part of what happens if you want to move through this. Look, you may be in situations with work or whatever it is you're doing through the day that you just can't, you know, start talking to yourself or start, uh, you know, uh, disengage from a meeting or something and then start, you know, that process in your mind. But you do the best you can uh, when those things happen. And a lot of times during those stressors of a meeting or at work, or, it, you know, being with someone in, that you're in a relationship with and you're out to dinner or whatever you get triggered, it's not always, you know, you're able to do that. So, and the last thing I want to say about it, remember, those voices in your head, those were put there by someone else. 
These are not made up. These are not, uh, you know, they may be expanded on. Those demons are tricky. They like to, to uh, you know, switch it up. But they're coming from somewhere. And so always, like we talked about in this week's episode of journaling, you know, it's great to learn how to connect the dots. That's what we're talking about today. And, and I feel compelled to also talk about the journaling with this. And when these things do happen, if you can pull your journal out and, and write down what's happening in your mind and what's going on, and then ask yourselves those questions. You know, again, you're designing your own questions, but, you know, who'd you just talk to? Where are you at? What's the temperature outside? What'd you just eat? You know, all those things that will then eventually show a pattern. So then you can go back and work on it. Quick question on top of that. So you are the self-care savage, Scott. I mean, that's your, that's your brand. You still, right. you still, you still fight this. You still have negative self-talk pop in there. Absolutely. For me, and I clinically can't tell you if this is something you can cut out of your brain. I'm pretty sure I know enough in my own research and especially with the cognitive behavioral therapy, it's, it's not just going to go away. You're just not going to wake up one morning and have these amazing, beautiful thoughts and, and nothing if interferes with them and, and, so, yes, it's something I deal with a lot. But here's the, the, the trick that I've learned. I've accepted. These are the tools. These are the non-negotiables that I'm always going to push everybody toward, like the journaling, you know, the, the gratitude. But, yes, it's, uh, it's something I deal with daily. Yes. With all of these questions, I always want to reiterate, it's always a good idea, at least exploring the option of reaching out to a professional. You know, sometimes they can help you get a better understanding of what's what's going on, getting some history from you, helping you connect some of those dots so that you guys can create a plan of actions to take going forward. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you can get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash SelfCareSavage. That's Better, H-E-L-P dot com slash SelfCareSavage. Okay. All right. Let's get the next one out of the mailbag, the digital mailbag. All right. Uh, so why do I always worry about what other people think or letting them down? Well, first of all, just what we're talking about. First of all, you, you have low self-worth. I mean, that's why you are uh, more concerned about the opinions of others than your own. And that's that's the dangerous piece you're having to deal with because that's how you're living your life. You're living your life making decisions about how 
those people that you care about their opinions more than your own trying to to craft that opinion in their head with how you think they want you to look or how you better not say this or you should say this you just you're just wiping out that authenticity so you've got to go to work in understanding and ask yourself a question why do you care what someone else thinks why do you care that someone else feels you've let them down? Even if you put everything into it, you think you've done an amazing job or you felt very loving and caring with what you did, yet you still, they're giving you this information that you put, let them down. That's just going to happen. You can't please everybody in life. That's the first thing you have to just get over. But again, temporary. You have to go to work, the self-care savage work. You've got to go understand. You, you've got to be journaling when, when these things happen. How are you feeling? Start connecting some dots. Who did you just talk to? What did they say to you? And you might start realizing that information came from your mom. Maybe it was from all the women in your family because uh, that's the way they operated, you know, and how way they were brought up and ideas that were put in their head and how they were critical of, of each other or whatever they were doing, nothing was ever enough. That is, once you find those things out and you connect those dots with the journaling, you're able to then go back and deal with it, come back here, understand it's over and done with, let it go. It was your mom and them, whoever back then, and it has nothing to do with you as voices in your head. Back to the present, now you know, now go forward with that information. So when these triggers come up again, or you start feeling that way, now you have the tools. You write it down. You know it's, or it's in the past. It doesn't matter anymore. And, you, and you're able to go forward with a whole different mindset. You just get better and better and better and better at that. I think you've got some good friendly reminders around that too that I've seen. Not off the top of my head, but I, you've, I've definitely seen some that you've had where you're like, who cares what other people, who cares what other people say or, you know, or, I don't know yeah. the exact phrasing <laughs> <laughs> well it's it, it look it the friendly reminders or, or any way that, that you you know end up phrasing it is is again you have to re remember these people can be family they can be friends usually they are they're somehow in your circle close and uh you know these and, and so there's an importance in certainly those relationships but if you want to feel better and get better, you're the one that's, that's having concerns about that. You know it's holding you back. You know you're not doing things that you want to do to make yourself peaceful, you know, to bring some peace and happiness to your life. And you're not understanding why it affects you so much and makes you feel the way you feel. Well, sometimes you have to remember that you have to cut that out. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Number three, out of the mailbag. Here we go. How to handle constructive criticism without letting it affect your self-worth. Yeah. So again, a, uh, another good one. So uh, first of all, anybody that, that gives you unsolicited uh, opinions. So you have to just right off the bat, if you can blade it, just brand it into your brain. 
is that how much is that's how much it matters. It matters zero. Unsolicited opinions about how you live your life or what's going on with you is is it makes has no bearing and you should not allow that in your brain whatsoever. The other thing is too is it's it is always good to listen to constructive criticism, especially if you ask for it or in your job you're going you, a lot of times you're going to get it, you know, from the people that, you know, that you uh, answer to or even if you have partners, you have your own business or you're, you know, you still are working with people and you're part of groups and things like that. And you're going to, and, and then again, all your personal relationships, you know, a lot of times you're in conversations and you open it up to uh, constructive criticism. And just like I've told my kids for years is you may not like what's being said, but there's always something in there you can bring some value from. So take what fits and throw away the rest. Okay, you know, there's going to be pieces in there you can apply somewhere. There's going to be something if you're listening and you're willing to listen to it and um, just take what fits and throw away the rest. You're letting it affect your self-worth is because of the low self-worth and you're damaged. That's the other opportunity and indication you need to know if you want to be better at accepting constructive criticism, then go get to work on yourself. That self-care savage work. Ask yourself, why do you crumble? Why is it such a big deal? Why does it have such an effect on you when somebody wants to try to help you? And the only way they can is giving truthful feedback. And if it's done appropriately and, and lovingly and all that, why do you still want to crawl under a rock and hide? I know because that's the way I always was. And what you end up doing when you don't go to work on yourself with this specific question is you end up doing everything you can to prevent anybody looking at you unfavorably and staying out of any situations to take constructive criticism. And then, and then you lose having those moments, those, those times that could really be beneficial to you. To, to be able to take constructive criticism. So what you need to do, again, is go to work on yourself. Why? Why is it making you crumble? Find out what that is. Journal. Connect those dots. You know, every time it's coming up or you're triggered around it, get after the work in a journal. Connect the dots eventually. Go back to where it was. Who, who put those in your head? Who was just overly critical? Who would tell you this is constructive criticism, but then turn around and tell you you're stupid? Whatever it was. Realize that you didn't put it in your head and it's over. It's done with. Come back to now and go, okay, I'm going to be different. I'm going to work to accept information from other people that want to actually help me. It's on you. It's on you. Ask yourself these questions back. Sometimes you can go from there and figure it out. Thank you for listening. And I hope my podcast has helped you in some way taking the path to becoming a self-care savage. And if you like the show... Please leave a rating, a review, a comment, tell a friend. If you have a question about today's episode, there's a link in the show notes where you can send us an email.